It's uh, Wes and Andy, and we are back for a very special episode of Random Fandom Tuesday that is anything but random. Tonight, our first ever Fanny Awards. That's right, the Fanny Awards. It is the best of the best of 2023 as chosen by you, but seeing as almost nobody voted, it's mostly us. Well, oddly (laughs) enough, though, enough people did vote that it's not all our top choices. I noticed that, uh, and I'm. it's going to be an interesting discussion tonight as we go through these, because not every category got voted on. Some got more than others. And some, some categories got a landslide of suggestions. So if nothing else, if you uh, contend the choices, you'll just have to vote next year. Yeah. All right. So before we get on with uh, any of that, we had better, uh, I guess we should probably, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yes, I do. We should probably start things off with uh, another dose of random fandom trivia. Yes. Andy, while you're uh, rounding up, uh, winding up the trivia, I just want to remind everybody, random fandom, even tonight, the Fanny Awards, it's 100% audience participation. Please join us in the comment section on whatever platform you happen to be watching on. The live chat we are uh, monitoring that at all times as well you can hit us up uh, it's over here somewhere there's the whatsapp link over there that link is in the description of this video uh wherever you're watching if you want to give us a call i have checked i have checked we are and, connected and the bluetooth is off the bluetooth is off it will not confuse the mixer it will go through hardwired connections nice. uh, the line is open so yeah um all right saturn awards were this week eh? wasn't the grammys or something too yeah Saturn awards were more exciting. Picard basically swept everything. Nice. Mostly. Nice. All right, let's get on with it. What do we got for uh, trivia this week? Uh, Question for you. Oh, yes. What is the name of Captain Jack Sparrow's ship? I like A because it's cheese. Is it A, the Black Diamond? (laughs) It's cheese. The Black Pearl or C, the Flying Dutchman? Well, it's interesting because uh, um, both B and C are uh, ships. I believe C is an actual actual pirate ship i could be wrong well probably i think it's a well for sure the name was used if not uh, uh, fantastically it's a historical name mm-hmm. but th- i don't think that's it ray is saying c ray chiming in with c flying the flying dutchman. dutchman i'm sticking with the black diamond because i like cheese no i know it's not that <laughs> but i can't say that i can't give away the answer well, that wouldn't be yeah fun. gotta give people right. a couple seconds but... sure what major medina coming in here saying major major medina one half of the reflex point podcast welcome sir thank you for joining us on uh this i guess it's tuesday still tuesday afternoon for you uh where you are hope all is well and sean saying b as well john coming in with a b hello sean over actually pretty near to us just over in uh peterborough county just a hop skip and jump too far away from here all right well i mean 
Yeah. This was like a huge, huge movie when it came out. And well, uh, it was in the title of the very first installment. Well, so. Of course. And I mean, uh, did you did you cleverly delete it from the picture? No, I just used like part fours. <laughs> <laughs> very clever. There's enough posters to choose from. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to ring in at uh, uh, B as well. Well, everyone who chose B, you are correct. Everyone in the world. It was yeah. the Black Pearl. <laughs> Even though he wasn't captaining the ship in the first one because no, it was that's stolen right. from him. Uh, he shows up on screen for the very first time on essentially a dinghy that is yeah. sinking, steps off the main mast onto the dock. Yeah. It's one of the best intros to a character, I think, ever. And, and I didn't know it at the time, but thank you to Breaking Bad. You learn later on. Sure. The island is Tortuga. Oh, Tortuga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turtle. The island of Tortuga. Yeah. The the pirate uh the, the, the pirate, pirate isle haven. yeah 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 but you know even Breaking Bad when they put the uh, head on Tortuga <laughs> and it just goes walking across the desert <laughs> all right let's get to uh, let's get to the not so fun stuff so we yeah, can we, get through that and get to the fun stuff yeah this one's not fun at all no uh, earlier this week we lost Carl Weathers wow uh yeah and you said it best not well maybe not best but uh, certainly where it rings close to home for us is oh my god navarro is now going to need a new magistrate yep. um you know i i have every confidence in in the the, the folks over at lucasfilm to pivot on this but man it's it's That's really a not a it's a shitty thing to have to do yeah did anybody was did we know was he sick do we know uh all we know is that he passed According to a statement, he died sure, sure. in his sleep. So we could all be so lucky. Yeah, that's the way to go. This one, uh, you know, uh, again, not not many celebrity deaths impact me, but um, a little little story. Uh, th- just a quick aside here about Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, of course, we were we uh, here at the show. Uh, Andy, myself, and Hank, we were in our our group chat, our private group chat, talking sort of about Carl, and we were reflecting on sort of our favorite roles, mm-hmm. and of course for me he will always be um apollo creed apollo creed when uh, drago killed creed in the ring is the first time i cried in a movie really? uh, in the theater yeah i was so upset that uh that that apollo uh had died hmm. and now i'm just as upset that carl is is gone yeah but i'm not gonna cry on air no save that for when the camera's off that's right yeah, but like he wasn't just an action guy. He was a comedy guy. He was oh my god, yeah, a former NFL, former CFL, Chubbs, Chubbs Peterson. <laughs> yeah, can't not think about Chubbs though. All in the hips. Did you say you played in the NFL and the CFL? Yeah, linebacker. Oh, I did not know. Linebacker that. turned Hollywood action slash comedy star. Um, did you like his appearance in Predator? I did. It was a great. Uh, it was a match for Arnold. Yeah, it was like that of, one yeah. scene where they just lock hands and then yeah, you know, yeah, both yeah. Like kind of feeling each other out. And it's like yeah. And then I'm I'm sitting there thinking at the time, going, I mean, they they look good, but I give it to Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I just want to circle back to the Star Wars thing for a second because I mean, Carl's character has become he's a he's yeah. a series regular on the Mandalorian, which is like one of our signature review series. And like, no doubt, Filoni had plans for him going forward, especially now that we know that season four of the Mandalorian was a stand was going to stand as a television season on top of the Mandalorian and Grogu film. Yeah, 
I mean, I can't imagine that that Carl Weathers wasn't going to factor into that in some way, shape, well, or form. At the end of season three, they settle on Navarro, even though right. And so now we're we're in this position where, man, did he have anything in place? Like, like I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on the AI discussion again, but was there something in place to use his likeness or his voice? Was any of that done? Or is that all left up to the estate or right. And are, or are we going to go the other route and go, he died off camera and now we have to come up with something else. We've got to rewrite because that's the thing, even though the show's not in production yet, I'm pretty sure there's the probably scripts. Component, yeah. That's what I mean. There's probably, probably scripts already in, in place at some, in some shape or form, even if it's just in Filoni's mind. Yeah, absolutely. I had a thought hear me out on this one and it may, may not be a, a perfect and maybe i'm kind of shoehorning things but i do have an appropriate in-universe fill-in for his character cobb vanth is still alive now cobb vanth was the marshal at moss pelgo yep. well boba is uh, got him resting in the back to the back to tank right now mm -hmm. so i mean tatooine has boba as the daimyo could cobb vanth come to navarro and and fill in at least until they get another one of those marshals of the new republic that's what i mean like could yeah. he do that now i mean carl weathers character uh um grief cargo wasn't a marshal he was the the magistrate Imagine. essentially the the, the president well, the, he works way up to high magistrate right self-appointed <laughs> maybe he turned a bar into a school he was doing that's Google. true and i mean he did help in the uh, defense uh against the uh, pirate king uh gorian shard swamp thing so yeah <laughs> star wars swamp thing anyway yeah um all of that aside it is such a loss to uh, to have lost carl weathers we're thinking of him and his family and all of the fans out there us included we're we're fans mm -hmm. um and it's going to be a big Big, big shoes to fill big shoes to fill but uh, he's not the only one we lost no this one uh this coming one out just, what, just this morning this morning uh yeah, yeah. singer songwriter toby keith i'm not a big uh, country music fan me either but uh my wife likes his stuff does she and my son actually does like the song red solo cup oh yeah red solo cup i had forgotten about that one admittedly yeah admittedly this morning when you'd sent over the the word that uh, he had passed a little piece of that of the my uh, psyche that still resides in the military instantly went how do you like me now <laughs> and i'm it's totally dark humor it's totally inappropriate and still kind of funny yeah i'm sorry yeah. no it's tragic and you know what losing anybody yeah he, he is, lost his battle uh, with stomach cancer that's horrific but died peacefully yesterday uh, surrounded by family and this is according to the statement that was posted on the singer's website. Right. Uh, he fought with fight, grace, and courage, uh, diagnosed in 2022. So, oh, wow. It's been that long. So he's Two been years. Battling for quite a while. Two years. Wow. Well, it's, I mean, cancer sucks. Yeah. Uh, my wife is a cancer survivor. I lost my mom to cancer. My, uh, both my grandparents. It's a horrible, horrible disease. And, uh, God, it just, cancer just fucking sucks, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, his legacy will live on. Like you know, his music will live on after him. Yeah, uh, with the likes of Red Solo Cup, I love this bar. Red Solo or, Cup, uh, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, that one that he dropped just after nine eleven. Oh, that's right. Very yeah. patriotic. We're gonna kick your ass type song. Wow. 
America. America. <laughs> Shout out to all our American friends. Yeah. But on with the show. All right. Let's get to the business at hand. The we stuff that brought us here this week. Now we ran uh, uh, some polling on all of our social media for the entire month of uh, January. Um, maybe uh, yeah. extended a couple of days. We did extend it a couple of days. We might've uh, kicked a few doors and said, Hey, <laughs> Hey, you're yeah. close enough to the show. Get your votes in. Um, otherwise it would have been just us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is and fine. Sean. Sean kicked in. That's true. Sean, we didn't have to prompt him at all. He, he, he was right there. He had a couple of things that he wanted to say and we've included those and, yeah. uh, it's going to be fun. By the way, take a look at this image right here. The, the Fanny Award itself. I had suggested to Andy that maybe it would just be this cool little thing. If we could do like a graphic that had our logo and some kind of trophy. And my God, man, did you deliver? Look at that. This here is a uh, mixture of elements. It started out as an action figure. <laughs> uh, clearly, I was like... First thing I thought of was the same Marvel Legends character that you used for the stop motion animation yeah. thing. That uh, we Guardian. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guardian from Elf. Like, is that the same guy? No. This was uh, Ex Nilo, or the body of it anyway. Yeah. And yeah. a random head that got swapped in. But by the time you've colored it, it just it, it just looks really cool. And uh, thematically. 3D print it, it would be pretty sweet. Oh, that's so cool. I wonder. I know some people in the 3D print world. Hmm. I wonder if they got the a means to scan it. Maybe. You'd have to you'd have to be able to recreate the the mm -hmm. our our logo, our, our little nubbin there. That's an interesting thought. Well, think about that for next year. We will have an actual physical trophy. Or maybe it'll be something different next year. Who knows? And if we could get close to celebrities, we could be like, hey, here, you won this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait. You had said to me before we went live, and I was holding off. I didn't want to announce this publicly because i was waiting you know for those of you who are in the youtube space or you know have any a passing interest in youtube you can appreciate what it's like to watch your numbers mm -hmm. and that's something that i don't know I, I know i do a fair amount do you look as maybe i, I check out the analytics every now and again do you? yeah I, we're doing i look every day so maybe i'm is that wh where are you compared to that once a week once a week okay so i'm the one that's like ah <laughs> We were like hovering at like 499 and then it dropped to 498. And I was like, oh, boo. Yep. And then that night, sometime overnight, oh, and it's been what? Almost a, about a week now. It's holding. We have hit 500 subscribers on our YouTube channel. That's amazing. It is. Now, we had talked about hitting 500 subscribers and maybe that would be the uh, the benchmark for another giveaway mm -hmm. what do you think about that well I, i've got something set aside already for it we're just basically waiting to pull the trigger on it <laughs> <laughs> that's great do you want to talk about it now do you want to let the cat out of the bag or do you want to do you want to do something with it beforehand and make a more formal announcement I, I think we'll make a more formal announcement all right we'll keep a watch on our social media you'll see that coming real soon but yes thanks to everybody who subscribed to the channel who's uh shows up week after week and watches our little homegrown show here that is basically us rambling about stuff that you could have read online but hey it's fun mm -hmm. and it's random yeah 500 all right, let's get on with the uh, the awards the part of the show. Fandom Power Fanny Award. Um, presenting the first award, uh, you and me. <laughs> yeah. So, by I, the way, we're presenting all of them. Yeah, true. 
so for our first category, uh, we have the best video game. We did. We asked for the best video game and 2023 was it was 2023. I know like we've talked about video games and, and your running joke is you're a few systems behind. I am totally a few systems. Behind. Um, so I, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie three out of four games on this slide I've played. <laughs> in fact, I was playing one of them today. <laughs> oh, that's a very nice comment. Oh. Ray's Ray chiming in saying, uh, come on, people don't forget to subscribe. These guys are great. Oh, thank you very much. It's very humbling. Thank you. But to the best video game, the nominees are star Wars Jedi survivor. Oh, that's a good one. Starfield. Also a good one. Forza motorsport. Both of them controversial, by the way. And Spider-Man two. So I don't have a PlayStation now. I, I wish Hank was with us tonight because yeah. he's got a PS five. He could probably speak to Spider-Man. Um, certainly what I've read about Spider-Man has been, uh, it's aces. Mm, like um, as far as gameplay, I've heard topping awesome the, reviews. Yeah. Topping the, the first one. And from what I've seen of the gameplay, if I had a PS five, I'd be playing it. Uh, Spider-Man two, uh, Sony exclusive, uh, now Starfield and Forza Motorsport on the other hand, Xbox exclusive. Mm. Although there was some news that came out this week that said uh, that Microsoft might be considering some cross platform with some of their major titles, which all the doomsayers are saying that spells the end for Xbox. Mm. I don't know if that's the case or not. I've been a big proponent of, I don't think any game should be exclusive. I like the idea of being able to play what I want on the machine of my choice. Yeah. Um, that being said, if there was only one machine to choose from, that would solve that. Yeah, it would. <laughs> um, the Sony Xbox. The Sony Xbox. Or the Sony Xbox Switch. The Microsoft PlayStation. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> the Switch Station from Microsoft. Switch Station 1. Uh, Jedi Survivor, the follow-up to uh, Jedi Fallen Order. By the way, that was a fantastic game. That was an award-winning game. Not oh, uh, we've not Easter eggs in that too. That like crossed over with our shows, right? Yeah, I mean the the game is uh in that time period that I like the the dark times. That period between the end of Revenge of the Sith and the oh. the the rise of the Empire, as it were. Right. I guess that's what it's actually called now, is Rise of the Empire. Yeah. Cameron Monaghan reprising his role as a, a Jedi Knight. Now, Jedi Knight Cal Kestis continuing uh, his adventures and have starts at a different place. Uh, he's he's separated from the the cast from the the first game, and he's got to reconnect with everybody, hmm. which is uh, quite interesting. And of course, uh, you along with your lo loyal sidekick droid uh, BD One go on a myriad of adventures and further develop Cal's uh, Jedi powers. And man, is it ever good! <laughs> I can't say enough uh, good things about this one. Forza Motorsport, uh, that's uh, Xbox exclusive AAA uh, uh, racing title. It's not a true sim per se, It's uh, but it's not an arcade racer either. It's kind of somewhere in the middle. Uh, you've sent uh, some screen captures as well. Oh, I did. I stuff did. Like you've customized. So there, there, there is that aspect where you can customize your vehicles in there. Yeah. I mean, if it looks pretty neat. One of the, that's an aspect of Forza Motorsport that I've enjoyed since Forza 4, I think, was the livery editor. In fact, I just, I did one today. <laughs> Funny. I took a, a vintage a Jaguar D type uh, open cockpit race car and i uh i basically decorated it to look like anakin skywalker's pod racer <laughs> i 
I think it looks pretty good to be honest. Yeah. So if you're, if you're playing Forza Motorsport uh, or Forza eight, as some people prefer to do it, uh, you can check out my, uh, my livery for the, the Jaguar D type Anakin spot racer. Nice. And of course, Starfield, the big Bethesda game, Bethesda, of course, the, uh, the makers of uh, Oblivion and Morrowind. This was a big open world space exploration game that um, some people, I personally really enjoyed it. I played the crap out of it until I finished the story, which I don't want to give away. If you haven't played it, and you plan on playing it. There is an interesting sort of twist, twist to how the game, to how the game maintains its replayability, which I don't want to get into. Um, they say Bethesda says they've got a three-year plan, a roadmap for uh, support for this game for uh, for DLC and expansions. Haven't seen anything yet, um, but both Forza Motorsport and Starfield have been plagued with sort of uh, uh, interesting uh, development Bugs choices maybe? and yeah, buggy. Um, but they're both working towards uh, fixing those. So I mean, the big joke for Starfield is in two or three years it'll be good, just like uh, Cyberpunk. <laughs> Hopefully it won't take that long. There you go. Yeah, these are all worthy titles, if you ask me. Well, the winner of this particular category, as voted by you, the fans, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh, yes. Where is it? I got it. Oh, no. What did I do? No, that's not what I want to do. That's what I want. Ah, that's totally worth it. Yes. Ah, Jedi Survivor. Does that surprise you? Not really. No, me neither. I mean, especially knowing what, where our bread and butter lies with the, the things that we like to do here on the show, I am not surprised that a Star Wars game comes up on top. It might be a recurring theme tonight. It might be. All right. All right. Our next category this evening. All right. We're leaving video games behind. Yeah. Moving on to the next one. Best new music. You know what? This is the one that... Um, I think struggled the most. I, I would agree here. Um, honestly, I didn't listen to that much new music over the course of 2023. In 2023. Like if I was listening to it, it was because it was in a show or a movie. I'm just like you. I, I am influenced by what I'm watching. I'm a much more visual media uh, person. Mind you, again, three out of four of these, you know, are like, uh, I see some familiar things here that I may have selected. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's just, it, I think it's a product of our age when it comes to music. We like what we like. Um, you know, I think people that came up in the fifties and sixties still gravitate to fifties and sixties music. And I true. think the same is true of the seventies and eighties kids, eighties, nineties, nineties, two thousand, and so on and so forth. No surprise that there is a, <laughs> an 80s hair metal band on this true <laughs> so our nominees this evening uh drastic symphonies by def leppard yes uh riders or sorry wrong side of paradise by black star riders black star riders yeah but here we are by the foo fighters yeah and lord of the flies and birds and bees by talk so i'm not familiar with that one uh, i wasn't either but uh morgan voted for this one okay under the show morgan and I did go give uh, one of the songs from the album a listen, and it's pretty good. That's pretty awesome. Now, Foo Fighters, uh, Foo Fighters for me are one of those bands that just get better with age. True. Um, and they they they've really hit their stride, even in the the wake of the loss of Taylor. By the way, this album is nothing but the fallout from the loss of of uh, Taylor Hawkins, and it comes through in spades on the on the yeah. on the record. 
but the singles that have come off of it have been fantastic. Black Star Writers, that was a new one for me in 2023. I didn't realize, of course, I got the Spotify rolling in the car, right? I'm I'm driving along, and of course, I'll get suggestions based off the things that I like. Yeah. And this song comes on, I have no idea what it is. I'm not even looking at the dash, but I'm thinking, my God, does this ever sound like Thin Lizzy? Hmm. Like the boys are back in town, yeah. Thin Lizzy? Come to find out, the Black Star Writers are the current iteration of Thin Lizzy under a new name. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't know if there's any, I think there's maybe one original member in there. Hmm. But anyway, if you are a fan of Thin Lizzy, I highly recommend a Black Star Riders. And of course, man, we didn't get to do our Christmas episode uh, in 23, which I'm I'm still kind of like kicking myself on the butt for. But we were going to play this game about uh, being on the island of Misfit Toys. And, mm-hmm. and one of the questions I had was, if you could be stranded on an island, for the rest of your life and you could only have one record what would it be and i immediately said it was going to be hysteria by by def leopard seven uh, uh number one singles by the way nice that is a world record um drastic symphonies though drastic symphonies came out uh, early in 2023 and it uses mostly original studio recorded vocals from joe along with some new stuff but it is one of those things i think all the big metal bands have done this at some point they've crossed they've over with a bit of an orchestra added an orchestra to their music and here we have Def Leppard uh, following suit and the result is Drastic Symphonies a lot of it the arrangements are exactly what you would expect they're what you remember easy to sing along with there's a couple that are really different like Pour Some Sugar On Me is a duet hmm. sounds nothing like the original um, it's still pretty good nice well that's our uh, those, Those are, are our nominees. Well, the winner of the best new music category, as voted by you, the Foo Fighters. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised. The Foo's are uh, uh, like a they're like an evergreen uh, perennial favorite, you know. Yeah. Which brings us to our next category. Uh, lots of nominees in this one. Oh boy. Uh, best performance by a screen actor. You know, when we originally put this uh, out to the polling, uh, I didn't originally specify film or television. And I thought maybe screen actor was throwing people off that you think screen, big screen. Well, TVs but, are big screen yeah. these days too. So <laughs> tell me about it. Um, but no, absolutely. We, we were talking about um, uh, uh, film and or television and certainly um I had a lot to say on this one. <laughs> mm. So our nominees for this particular category, uh, Ray Stevenson as Balin Skoll in Ahsoka. The guy was great for saying almost nothing. I know. And, but just the presence on screen. Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, Chuck Woody, Uwoji? Chuck Woody, Uwoji. Chuck Woody Avuji as the high evolutionary. Well, I mean, in Guardians 3, the most compelling Marvel villain since uh, Thanos, if you ask me. Uh, Michael Keaton as Batman Bruce Wayne in The Flash. I just watched that again on the the flight home from Mexico. Nice. Um, I still like it. I still like it. Well, it's a good movie. Uh, Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon in Guardians Uh, of the Galaxy. Bradley's my man crush. I, I can't lie. Has been for years. Who would have thought that a CGI raccoon could make you cry? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But these aren't the only nominees. Wait, there's more. There's more. Oh my God. Okay. Hit with it. 
as Barry Allen in the flash Ezra Miller. You know, some people are going to take exception with this because of all of the shenanigans. Yeah. We said that we talked about this when the movie came out and I, I read it somewhere, read it on Facebook. Somebody, uh, one of my friends had said, you know, he does such a great job of essentially portraying twins, Mm -hmm. you know, and they, they're not the same character, the two berries. Yes. That's Barry, but they're, they, they do come off as being twin brothers and it's a fantastic performance. Say what you will about his personal life. I know it's a, a hot mess, yeah. Um, but his performance might actually be the best thing in that movie. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Adam driver as mills. This one caught me 65. off guard. Was this yours? Uh, no, this was not mine. So uh, I saw 65. Maybe this was, I wonder if that was Kim's. Maybe I saw 65 and I, I had almost forgotten about it. Um, it's basically Jurassic park in space. Mm, yes. And no, can you call it that? Well, it, it, it's definitely space meets Jurassic park. It, it, yeah, there is that. Um, Adam driver's good in everything he does. <laughs> Hard to argue with that. By the way, our next one. So is he. Yeah. Uh, Pedro Pascal as Joel in the last of us. Does he get a double nomination in this one? Um, did anybody pick him for the man? No, no one picked him for the man. I'm surprised. Yeah. But our final nominee, uh, Nick Offerman as Bill in The Last of Us. It surprises me to see him because I think of him as a funny man. He is a very funny man. I don't think of him as a serious guy. Well, even when he's being funny, he's like that serious funny, the straight guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just watching We're the Millers again there on the weekend. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. But those are our nominees for this particular category. All right. The and tension builds. The, the winner, winner is. The winner is our first of a couple this night, a three-way tie. <laughs> nice. Ray Stevenson, Ezra Miller, and Pedro Pascal. That's awesome. If you had now, I don't, I'm not a fan of a three-way tie. I know it, it is a three-way tie. Based on the voting. Based on the voting, it is a three-way tie. But if you and I, because it's our show and we can do whatever the hell we want, if you had to pick one of those. If I was tipping the vote, I would go Ray Stevenson. Really? Yes. Only because I haven't seen uh, The Last of Us yet. I think I agree with you on that. I think I agree with you. Oh, Kim chiming in. Kim uh, on uh, YouTube. Great actors. Absolutely. Everybody is. Mm -hmm. All deserving, by the way. And uh, if we ever get, uh, get this award printed out, we'll, we'll send everybody their, their physical fanny. <laughs> no, no, we won't, but we'll, we'll pretend to you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> It'll never make it to the actor. It'll get to like their agent and be like, what is this plastic crap? <laughs> Did you know you won an award? <laughs> I didn't even know I was nominated. That's right. Oh, that's, oh, Sean's got an opinion. Yeah. Kim says Pedro is best. Pedro is best. And Sean says Ezra. That's so again, it's a three-way split, right? Yep. 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 It's hard not to pick Ezra Miller though. I, I, again, it's freshest in my mind. So yeah. Um, but I agree with you, Balin by just a hair. Yeah. Sorry. Ray Stevenson by a hair calling him by his character now. Wow. Yeah. But that brings us to our next category. Uh, best performance by a screen actress. I'm talking about ladies. And we actually got more nominees for this category than we did for the men. Oh yeah. 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 
So first up, we have Jess Bush as Christine Chapel. She's freaking fantastic. Star Trek Strange New World Season 2. Laura Byrne as Demerol in Foundation Season 2. Also stellar performance. Uh, Hannah Waddingham as Rebecca Welton in Ted Lasso Season 3. Man, that's such a good show. (laughs) Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. No surprise. Yep. No surprise there. Uh, Sasha Cal as Kara Zorel slash Supergirl in The Flash. Oh, yeah. Uh, Caitlin Deaver as Bryn Adams in No One Will Save You. Uh, Margot Robbie as Barbie in Barbie. Uh, Karen Gillan as Nebula in Guardians Volume 3. That's that's eight. Yeah, it is. Got some more? We do. Okay. Uh, America Ferreira <laughs> as Gloria in Barbie. <laughs> And Bella Ramsey as Ellie in The Last of Us. We got uh, we got uh, some heavy hitters, heavy in, hitters, in the ladies category, and, and we didn't snub Marco Robbie. No, we did not. Take that, Oscars. <laughs> let's back it up. Let's uh, let's uh, we'll go in reverse order. Yeah. Let's let's just talk about. Okay, what's okay, fine? Um, America Ferrera. I'm only f- uh, familiar with her because of Superstore. Okay. Uh, also, Ugly Betty. No long running TV show. I do remember the show. I don't think I watched it. Yeah, me neither. But and Bella Ramsey, have she has she been in anything else? I don't know for sure. She she's young though, so she's fairly new to it. Yeah, I don't I don't know her. I got to get caught up on that. Kim's yeah, really. I, I still it. haven't seen the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my list. Ah, uh, oh, Karen. Are we left to right, right to left? Yeah, either way. All right, let's go right to left. Karen Gillan as Nebula. Um, most recently in uh, season two of what if, yes, um, that's a great episode, by the way, it's, it is. it's just like film noir slash detective. Thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super fantastic. She's good in everything that she's done. Silver spider saying Bella Ramsey, Bella Ramsey, uh, game of Thrones. Oh, really? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Um, have you seen, have you seen Barbie? I have not seen it yet. It's on the PBR to watch, but uh, Kim watched it. Uh, I don't know, but a week or so ago, she said she really liked it. Um, I haven't watched it yet. Um, I'll have to take her word that it was good. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Pedro. Yes, Pedro was in Game of Thrones as well. He was. Uh, um, oh my God, uh, the uh, the guy from Dorne, um, the prince. Okay, <laughs> I can't think of his name. <laughs> but anything with the last of us wins okay well we know where your heart is at fair enough uh caitlin uh deaver as bryn adams i don't know i don't know anything other than what i did see that uh no one is coming to save you okay or no one will save you but uh the performance there was awesome because basically she's performing against herself oh wow yeah 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 that's that can be challenging yeah of course uh sasha kaye as uh as supergirl in the flash uh, I really enjoyed I, her take on that. I liked her take on it as well. I mean, the idea that it's a, an alternate reality, we've, we kind of know Supergirl's story that, you know, sent to protect Kal-El. Yeah. Um, but how, what does Supergirl do when she finds out that Kal-El is dead? Mm-hmm. And of course she reacts accordingly. I thought it was a good performance. I hope that the squashing of the DCEU does not uh, mean the end for her. I hope to see her in future, uh, tentpole projects. I thought mm. she was good. Yeah. And then what can we say about Rosario that we haven't already said? Uh, Becky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, is, we don't know if she's coming back uh, for Daredevil. She was sort of the, yeah. the, the, the crossover character yeah, in all of those. Yeah. Those Netflix shows. Um, 
She got the Star Wars money now, though. Yes, she does. Does she need to come back for Marvel? I don't. I mean, they're equally ginormous. <laughs> the money's right. Uh, Hannah Waddingham, I was not aware of this lady until I watched Ted Lasso. And I have to thank our Patreon, uh, our patron, Eric Swenson. Uh, Big Red, you've you've seen him here in the chat for recommending uh, Ted Lasso to me. It was one of the most heartfelt, I guess I could, I, the best thing to call it, dramedy? Hmm. Dramedy? That's the right word, isn't it? Sure. But she is like a multifaceted uh, singer, uh, actor. She does it all. Um, she has a, a Christmas special, too. We watch it. Fantastic. My wife loves her uh, sense of fashion. And then Laura Byrne is Demerol. If you haven't uh, seen uh, again on uh, Apple TV, if you haven't seen the uh, a, a adaptation of Asimov's uh, Foundation, um, you need to like get the free trial and binge that stuff. It is so good. Okay. Oh. Um, and what can I say about uh, Jess Bush as uh, Nurse Christine Chapel? Her character is uh, fantastic. She has this crazy relationship with uh, Doctor Mabenga uh, in the show. Um, and there's, there's more, they've developed Christine Chapel's character more in, in two seasons of strange new worlds. And that's only what, 20 episodes than they yeah. did in three seasons of the original show oh, and the entire original cast, uh, film franchise. Huh. So yeah, she's absolutely fantastic. Nice. Well, there you go. That's all I can say about our, our nominees, at mm. least the ones I know anything about. Well, that brings us to our winner and, uh, as voted by you, the fans, the winner is Margot Robbie. Oh, there you go. She, she went from the snub to the win. Yeah, she received the most votes. So there you go. Would it be painful for people to know that sometimes the most votes was two? <laughs> well, actually, she got more than two. She did get more than she two. Did. That is true. That is true. So that brings us to our next category. Uh, best film soundtrack. This was a tough one for me because, you know, of all the movies I watched in 2023, you know, I get a little bit, I get a little bit sideways between the soundtrack versus the, the score. score. Yeah. And it's like, where, where does one begin and the other ends? So it was, it was tough for me. Um, I did put in a, a nod for guardians. I liked it. Mm -hmm. So our nominees in this particular category, uh, guardians of the galaxy volume three, uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Great choice, by And Barbie the movie. Got to watch it again. Got to watch it all the way through. Yeah. Um, I remember we talked about this and you said that you really liked across the Spider-Verse. I did. I really enjoyed it. And then after, so I watched the flash on the way back from Mexico. I watched, I half watched cause I was kind of nodding off. I half watched Spider-Man on the way to Mexico. And I have to agree with you. It does have a pretty banging soundtrack. It does. I quite, quite liked it. Our winner this evening, as chosen by you, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I'm surprised, you know, because the Guardians franchise, if one of the things it's been known for is James has been these, yeah, these hand-selected yeah. choice cuts, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm not upset with this at all. I mean, this is a totally, it's totally worthwhile. Yeah. That does bring us to our next category. Uh, best TV soundtrack. I watched a lot of TV in 2023, man. Yeah. I watched a lot. 
<laughs> and I think this one actually blends a lot more with the score aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but our nominees for this are Ahsoka season one. No surprise. The Mandalorian season three. Also no surprise. And Twisted Metal. That's a surprise. I haven't watched uh, Twisted Metal. I have not yet watched it either, but uh, the trailers look awesome. Peacock. Where where do we get that in Canada? Is it on Prime Video? Maybe. I think it's on Prime Video. Maybe. I'm going to have to take a look at that. Yeah. I mean, one thing is that two Star Wars shows are obviously uh, up here on the screen right now. You've you're living in the shadow of John Williams. Yeah. So, I mean, you you have to bring it when you are uh, composing music for Star Wars and both uh, both shows they deliver. Yeah. I mean, man, I I think the Mandalorian for me is slightly, but Do we have any more? Oh, Sean says uh, Twisted Metal is a great show. Oh, that's good to know. Excellent. Now, did you play? Did you play Twisted Metal? I did play Twisted Metal. Okay, so I've I have played a. There's a couple of them. Yeah, I think there's. I did play. I play mine was four. The original. I think Twisted Metal Black was the last one I played. I was never any good at them. <clears throat> this man, I, I did. I liked them, but fair enough. That clown pissed me off every time. <laughs> Sweet tooth in the ice cream van. Yeah. Screw you. But our winner this evening, as chosen by you, the fans, Ahsoka. Uh, I'm okay with that. So this one, this next category here, uh, lots of nominees. And, oh, man. Uh, the winner, it was chosen. We'll get to why at the end. Oh, sure. Okay. But uh, the next category is best toy. We are toy, absolute nut nerd toy people here yes. at the show. And so, I mean, this category, I'm surprised there isn't like 40 things on that list. <laughs> Could be. What do we got? Uh, one, uh, two, three, four, five, six. There's a few. It's like 11, right? Uh, 11 or 12, yeah. <laughs> 11 or 12. So getting to our nominees this evening. Uh, first up, we have Transformer Studio Series 86 Commander Class Ultra Magnus. Magnus. Uh, next, we have Star Wars, the Black Series, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jedi Legend. That's uh, my boy. Obi-Wan's my boy. And this one being based off that Desert Nomad uh, from Sideshow. Yeah, it's uh, really good looking. I wish they'd leaned into that a little bit more with him, but I love him so much. <laughs> uh, next up, we have uh, Star Wars, the Black Series, Ahsoka Tano from the Clone Wars. Didn't think I was going to like this figure as much as I do, to be honest. Um, Ahsoka again this is another case where i just i wish hank was here because i know he would he would wax poetic about ahsoka for for days yeah um but as what the black series does really well is it it homogenizes all these different looks of characters and can kind of puts the puts a little dose of reality on them mm -hmm. and so we have this like cartoon version of uh of ahsoka this is her what 14 year old yeah, stealth yeah, this is her like season two through seven look yeah and they've given her a very realistic looking portrait strangely enough they did not use the likeness of the young actor the girl that played young gamora mm -hmm. for the portrait i still like it i was just surprised and it wouldn't go that way yeah again i like that well you don't have to pay a, a, a likeness, a, right? B or a royalty or anything on that. But I like this figure way more than I thought I would. Oh. 
Steve coming in on uh, YouTube. Good evening, everyone. Hello to you, Steve. Thank you for tuning in. We're uh, we're just winding down the best of the best in 2023 here on uh, Fandom Power's first ever Fanny Awards. We're talking about uh, the, toy the best year. toy of uh, 2023 as chosen by the, you, the fans, and us, the fans. Yes. Uh, our next nominee in this category, uh, G.I. Joe Classified Tunnel Rat. Now you have this figure. I do you? have this figure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had him when I was young, so I had the three and three quarter inch one. Yeah. And this one just delivered way more than I expected it to. Now, Tunnel Rat, correct me if I'm wrong. The original Tunnel Rat is the figure that is based on the likeness of Larry, Larry Hama, yes. the godfather of G.I. Joe. That's right. Who wrote essentially all of the portraits. Have they followed suit with the new one, with the classified series? Um, you know, I actually haven't put it next to a photo of him so i don't know interesting but i still love the figure i bet hasbro didn't mail him one probably not that's too bad but uh, our next nominee here uh from neca alf i now which one you know how there was a couple there was a couple this yeah. year yeah yeah uh, this is the on... first release just the naked alf they did uh, a couple of releases in the the i guess the toonie version yes. yeah which like three or four different toonie versions i kind of like them yeah they, they fit with the uh the portrait really if you didn't get an elf figure and this was a thing we saw oh last year yeah a lot of custom elves using the uh the the Tebow. black the black series uh tebow ewok figure with yeah. the 3d printed head and feet uh, and it looked good it did now seeing the the official from neca what do you think i love it it's better yeah yeah okay yeah he's bigger and uh more elf like yeah steve says elf was great elf was great by the way yes. elf is uh, uh it's still, still on kind of it's streaming uh isn't it ryan reynolds streaming thing that's bolded oh maybe it might i know be. they were doing some weird commercials they were they were i watched it though i watched just about the entire thing oh just a couple of years ago it was my background when i was working at the store nice <laughs> Oh, and Indiana Jones back in a big way in uh, 2023. Got a new movie and a whole new toy line, the uh, Adventure Series. And the Raiders of the Lost Ark version of Indiana Jones made our list tonight. Now we've, uh, oh, that's the Temple of Doom one. Um, these are great. They're they're great figures. It's great to see uh, the 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 likeness of Harrison Ford realized, uh, you know, uh, in a realistic way. That's not Han Solo. Yeah. But it's kind of hit and miss with, I think, the paint on these. Mm. Like some of them could use, like I know the the beard. Now uh, the photo doesn't look too bad, but the when you have them in hand, like sometimes they just look off. Like you almost want to pick what's the best side of his face and <laughs> display it that way. <laughs> At least with the one that we have up there anyway yeah it was a good little series though build an artifact and yeah series one or wave one was uh the ark of the covenant yep. and what uh wave two was the wave two was the shankara, shankara stones, stones and, and the, the skull head yeah, yeah and wave three was the uh the grail temple table oh that's right with so the you, cup yeah with the cup yeah uh, next up on our list here uh from McFarlane, uh, the DC multiverse, Batman and Robin, uh, Mr. Freeze build a figure. Like I give McFarlane toys a lot of flack for making shitty portraits of, of actual people. Now I got to eat my words on this one because that Schwarzenegger head it's a great it is a great looking uh, portrait. 
what happened to the rest of the freaking figures though because they're still like yeah the only saving grace is that batgirl is wearing a mask so it's a little easier to swallow but like man uh even the chris o'donnell robin is a little bit like what (laughs) next up we have the gi joe classified series wolf spider oh from the uh, night force division i guess it's a good looking figure I'm not familiar with this character. Uh, I am not super familiar with him either, but uh, he made the list. They make they've made some interesting selections with uh, classified series because they're like what uh, hundred figures in now, over a hundred now, over a hundred. And I still don't think that the uh, eighty two, eighty three line is is complete yet. No, like I don't understand why you haven't done that by now. Yeah, because they keep jumping ahead, like onto Tiger Force, and next thing you know, we'll be into Eco Warriors, and they'll oh. be like. Ugh. <laughs> just wait till we get to battle force 2000 oh wait we can go beyond that and uh get into those uh when they went into space oh jeez, you know the stupid colorful ones yeah it's coming yes in. evening legends why legendary sir yourself welcome to the show thanks for joining in and sean says mr freeze not too bad for a build not figure. too bad for a build a figure i have to agree with that mm-hmm. next up on our list here we have our final two entries uh, the DC McFarlane Nightfall Batman. Oh, that's an interesting one. Is I like I like that costume. Film? Yeah, I do. I like that one. And then uh, the Marvel Legends uh, Spider-Man from Not Gonna Lie to the Andrew Garfield. I had this one in my hand a couple of times and went, God, can I justify this? Because I really like it. But I put him back because I'm like, if I buy him, then I have to buy the other two. True. To have the the triple, the No Way Home version. But honestly. Um, I was a huge Andrew Garfield Spider-Man fan, so so that's your guy. Absolutely, yeah. TJC coming in. TJC in the house. Evening, sir. Thanks for tuning in. We are running down uh, the best of the best. It's the uh, first ever Fandom Power Fanny Awards, as chosen by you guys. We're just running down the nominees for best toy of the year, and uh, where are we at? We've just we've just oh, we've, announced we've, our nominees. We've covered them all. You have. All right. You ready for the winner? Uh, Steve says, "Just get it, Wes. Just get it." <laughs> we'll buy that Andrew Garfield. Oh, by now I'll be paying aftermarket prices. The hell with that. Yeah. <laughs> but our winner tonight is a two-way tie. Two-way tie between Mister Freeze and Batman. <laughs> well, they could fight each other. They can. So we have hero and enemy. Uh, but uh, our, our tiebreaker this evening for these two was Sean, who said in his vote, anything McFarlane. Anything McFarlane. Well, there so, you go. So there, McFarlane got some extra votes. He did. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that brings us to our uh, second to last category here. All right. What are we doing now? Uh, next, we're going best TV series. Oh, I watch a lot of TV. And there is a lot. Can you tell? Nominees. <laughs> So uh, there's some, yeah, there's some good ones on here too. First up, we have uh, Ahsoka season one. Look, the the first, the first page here is like stellar. Like, yeah. And I I can't say enough. If you are looking for science fiction, that isn't star Wars. um, I I seriously get the free preview for Apple, uh, Apple plus foundation. There is a ton of good sci-fi on Apple. And this is just, just one of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also, we have The Mandalorian Season 3, uh, Foundation Season 2, mm. uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2. So good. Ted Lasso Season 3. 
also very good. Loki season two. Better than season one, if you ask me. Yep. Uh, Letterkenny season 12. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch season two. That one hurt a lot. It did. Got me right in the feels. Yep. Superman and Lois season three. I'm so behind on that. That's okay. Uh, then we have The Last of Us. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, which just wrapped up, uh, this last week, actually, mm-hmm. um, we watched it. It's really good. And finally, Gen V. Um, where, where do we start? Oh my <laughs> do you want to start and work our way backwards and go through these? Or do you want to start at the beginning? Yeah, let's work our way back. Okay. Oh, but um, JC's here. Says he's watching masters of air. At the oh my awesome God. Show. That is on my, that's on my list to watch masters of the air. In case you're not aware, I've seen the trailer but that's it. from the same crew, the same production team that brought you band of brothers and its companion series, the Pacific. This is basically like the third entry in that series, but where this one stands out a little bit different is it's bringing more Hollywood A-listers, Austin Butler stars in this one. Um, it is on my list to watch and I absolutely need to see it. Thank you for reminding me. Gaz got one coming in. He's like, can I do a write in monarch? Go, go Godzilla. Yeah. Monarch was pretty darn good. I didn't it think in 2023 though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it did because it was what? Uh, it's Apple TV, so I haven't seen it. It was, I want to say it was 10 episodes hmm. and it was doled out weekly. So, how do you make a human drama around a bunch of kaiju? Uh, right. So, the, the, the kaiju moments are there. And when you, when you get them, they are over the top and they're amazing, but they're, they're used sparingly. Um, but the show does a great job at tying together all of those other MonsterVerse movies. Nice. Um, and we get sort of an indication that maybe where they're going next. So yeah, I agree. Monarch. I'm surprised it didn't make the list. Mm-hmm. Um, did Gen you see Gen v? v? I have not seen Gen V. Holy cow. You've seen the boys? No. You've not seen the boys. Okay. Well, I'm so behind. If you take the, uh, um, the uniqueness I don't know if I can call it that (laughs) of what is, uh, the boys and you, you put it inside a college and you amp it up, uh, by, I don't know, a factor of four or five, you get gen V, which is this companion series to, uh, the boys. And, uh, I, I like it. It's on my list to watch. So they're talking that future, uh, it's going to bounce back and forth. It'll be a series of, of, um, of the boys and then uh, a season of gen v and it'll flip back and forth and there'll be crossover uh oh, between cool. them yeah um if you are a fan of the boys gen v is a must watch nice percy jackson and the olympians is a is a longer uh, a longer retelling of uh, percy jackson and the light uh, the lightning thief mm. um you get to spend more time with the characters and i think it actually does a little bit of a better job telling the story nice uh, Gaz coming in with uh, Kaiju mixed in with Kurt. That's a win for everyone. Yeah. I agree. Uh, the fact that, uh, Kurt and Wyatt, uh, Russell playing the same character, just removed through time. Yeah. 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 It's a very clever, uh, very clever device. I saw an interview with the two of them and they said they've been, they've been asked to work together before, but never to play the same character. Hmm. Like they've been asked to play father and son before, yeah. which is a natural, but uh, very clever to play the same, the same character. TJC, the cool thing about the show is the 100th bomb group airfield still has a museum at the airfield that they are based at, which is only 30 miles from me. That's fantastic. That's cool. 
that's nice being able to like go and look at history yeah. in your backyard per se. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve says, congratulations on 500 subscribers. Oh, thanks very much, Steve. It was a huge. And like I said, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make a formal announcement until it settled in. I wanted to sort of like 501, 502. Yeah. But we've been sitting at 500 now for about a week. And you know what? I, I could have jinxed it. It could drop tonight, uh, which oddly <laughs> enough, not. you know, that's funny though. Like it seems like Tuesday nights, that's where the flutters are. Mm. After a show, I'll check. Oh shit. We've dropped one. Oh, we've picked up one. They didn't like what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Did we piss somebody off on a show? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But, um, and holding steady at 500 so uh thanks very much everybody uh the last of us of course you and i we're still out of touch with that yeah we but thanks for it so and so does my wife she's quite a big fan of it tjc congrats on the 500 uh, thank you well well deserved thank you very much thank you thank you thank you. Congratulations. Oh, thanks kim thank you and what do we got here? Superman and Lois. Well, that's your territory. Yeah, I quite enjoyed season three. Uh, the only thing that sucked about it was that it ended. Um, the only thing that sucked is it's over. <laughs> well, no, it's not. They got one more season coming, but the way they yeah, ended it, yeah, like, yeah. they cliffhangered a fight between Doomsday and Superman, and they're about to lock oh, horns wow. as they say, boom, we're done. What, like mid-flight? Yeah. Oh. Like, oh, we're about to do it. And then, oh, God damn it, you have to wait. Is it as good as the uh, version that we got on Krypton? Um quite like that version of doomsday he was a good looking version on Crypto. yeah 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 pretty accurate to the comic um this one i think will evolve into a okay. good version uh but it definitely did not start out as a good version but didn't you say it spun out of out of uh out of um oh, bizarro yeah bizarro yeah and and the whole thing like they introduced bizarro as this creature coming through and it was like they were doing it they were doing the whole boom 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 thing right and this creature come out of the mines in the green suit and i'm like holy shit it's doomsday yeah and then they take the helmet off and no it's bizarro bizarro interesting yeah and over the course of the season of course like they kill yeah, him yeah, and, yeah. and similar to the movie uh, lex luther gets a hold of the body and and doomsday okay yeah good enough so. but i'm excited for season four and then of course we've got the bad batch season two. Now I think we were all a little bit stunned when they told us that season three, the upcoming season was going to be the, the final, final season. season because I felt like they were just hitting their stride. Yeah. Like I, I don't see how they couldn't keep going. Like this, as long as everyone makes it out of season three. That's what I mean. Like, and I, I get it that the clones, they're advanced aged and they're, they, I mean, but look, Rex lived to the end of, at least to the, to Endor and yeah. possibly beyond. Yeah. Um, they really, really developed the, like this season tech is my boy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Tech has been my boy since season one. And they really, really pushed his character hard this season. So that really resonated with me. Uh, the racing episode, which I absolutely loved more than I, than I should have, to be honest. Um, but I love racing video games. So what can I say? And then to seemingly kill him off at the end of the season, just it, it wrecked me. <laughs> you know, they're in a bad spot right now. Going yeah, they really, season. really are. Like we've lost tech. We've lost Omega. That's right. Crosshair is still, you know, fluttering in the wind as to whether or not he's going to be evil forever. If the trailer for season three is any indication, he's not looking too, uh, too happy when we see him in that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, bad batch season two, solid, solid entry on, on yeah. this uh, choice. And then we've got letter Kenny letter Kenny, the final season dropped December 26th. 
just got that one. You just squeaked that one in there. Just squeaked that one in there. But uh, technically, it didn't air on uh, the Crave satellite channels until the following week. But uh, if That's you fine. had Crave, you could binge it all on December. You, yeah, you had it on the on yeah. the release date. And another solid entry. And as far as the season goes, like you know, all your Letter Kenny humor, and they managed to. Uh, to insert like a storyline, like an overarching story across all six episodes for, that really for, brings uh, everything home. I was going to say in just a few sentences for our international fans who probably are not familiar with what the hell letter Kenny is, how would you summarize the show? What is it about? Uh, I, I would say it's about a bunch of hicks <laughs> and their interactions <laughs> with the skids and uh, the jocks and the DJs. <laughs> But like, there's something about this show that just hits so close to home. It's awesome. And those are terms that just transcend borders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you think like Trailer Park Boys with an Ontario twist, you're pretty much there. Right. And again, I mean, I, I, I Trailer Park Boys was a crossover hit in the United States. Yeah. Now for our fans in the UK, I, I don't know. Have you guys heard of the Trailer Park Boys? Are, are they internationally famous? I don't know. Because I, I know they've done stuff over in Europe. Yeah, I mean, they must have some kind of following. Yeah. But I anyway, yeah. Letter Kenny will get there too. I, I kind of put them in the same, they're in the same like wheelhouse. Yeah. It's a, it's a very smart comedy, oh, even though it sounds crude. As I was going to say toilet humor. Toilet humor. Like there's a one character actually played by uh, J Rock from Trailer. Oh, uh, Jonathan Torrance. Yes. Uh, plays the character Noah Dick. And his you wife, don't say. His wife, Anita Dick. <laughs> uh their children lavina dick they sell dick meat and it wow. goes on like that they just but really the fact they can get it across with a straight face is priceless the same way that they got away with saying shit on cbc with shits creek yes sch hits yeah <laughs> uh, they don't pull any punches in letter kenny i'm the national broadcaster at that yeah all right well those are our nominations for the best television series oh, in got, uh, uh, do we do we more? have more yeah we oh my two. god i'd totally forgotten <laughs> how could i have forgot two. yeah loki season two amped up the uh the the uh, the drama yeah um short round was phenomenal in this Kihoi Kwan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his character in this just made the show. Fun. If anything, 2023 was his year. You know, it's funny that we didn't think about him and, and put him on our list of actors because uh, not only was there Loki, but there was um, everything everywhere all at once, mm. um, which he is also in. And he, he's fantastic in that as well. So totally his year. I'm still pissed off that Lucasfilm and the, the ball there. Well, they didn't bring it. He should have been brought back. He should have, you know, reunited with Dr. Jones. Because mm -hmm. there is the story of him meeting Harrison backstage at uh, an award show and Harrison going short round. Yeah. And, going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like this little reunion that on screen would be awesome. In light of all the stuff that's going on with Jonathan Majors, I thought, you know, the end of Loki season two, if we never got back to Kang. Yeah. It would be okay. Yeah. It would be okay. I don't feel like we have to explore that anymore. That horse. No. Yeah. 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 Steve. Alabino. <laughs> that's a joke that you get. That is. That's a trailer yeah. park joke. Alabino. Get okay. some of them jalapeno chips. 
Ted Lasso, uh, if you haven't seen Ted Lasso, uh, surprisingly, the character is actually based on uh, what's really interesting. Original character, Jason Sudeikis plays the character, was not written for a sitcom, was actually written for NBC Sports. Hmm. Did a bunch of like weird uh, sports spots, but that character has evolved into the character that is starring in the series Ted Lasso, character of the same name. Um, and it's really cool. It's about an American football coach who gets hired to coach a British soccer team hmm. by Rebecca Waddingham's character who inherited the team from her husband in their divorce. Hmm. Now she wants to tank the team because it's the only thing that her husband loved. So her idea to do that is to hire an American coach. Hmm. And then it turns out that, uh, Ted Lasso is this, and I mean this in the best way is this forest gumpy in like the glass is half full he's the the eternal optimist nothing gets him down nice and he ends up just kind of winning you the cast and everybody like as the audience you just you're won over by him and you can't help but like this guy nice yeah it's a fantastic series again it, it might be the best dramedy i've seen in a long time nice yeah, it says Ted Lasso, stellar show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Strange New Worlds. Uh, I can't say enough about Strange New Worlds. By the way, season two of Strange New Worlds had an episode film just down the road from yeah, us. in Peterborough. In Peterborough. Um, I can't say enough about Anson Mount as Christopher Pike. The, he and and uh, Una Chen uh, Riley, um, uh, number one, they, they stole that season of Star Trek Discovery. They completely stole the show. Nice. And uh, absolutely, this show deserves that entire cast, by the way great ensemble it's a return to adventure of the week which is what star trek was built on it's not this you know overlapping uh um uh what's the word i'm looking for um long serialized it's not necessarily serialized although there are overarching uh, arcs across the the season but man it's it is stellar i love it nice uh kim says all great shows hard to pick just one as the best i agree True. honey i agree there's still three more uh gaz he's there he's there he's here he's ever everywhere roy kent roy kent funny story about roy kent um did you look at the credit look at the credits roy kent is the mcu hercules at the end of thor love and thunder i kid you not okay and when you see roy kent on ted lasso and you see that he's a normal sized dude you go what that happened? was such a bad choice. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But our final three nominees here, Foundation. Again, I don't know. Oh, TV, man, so. I can't say enough about that. I mean, it's got the um, Lord of the Rings guy, the, the Elf King, Legolas's father. Okay. Um, and he's just fantastic in the whole thing. Imagine... A world that's ruled by, uh, I want to call it a monarchy, but it's not really a monarchy. It's like the same guy, but there are three of them and they're clones of the original guy, but each clone is at a different stage of their life. So it's three brothers. They call themselves brothers, brother, uh, brother, Dawn, brother day and brother dusk. And so it's the young version, the, the in their prime version and then the old man version. And this is how a society in this world has 
lived for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years is through this cloning process. Hmm. And so um, uh, in foundation, the guy, uh, I can't think of his name, comes up with a way to basically um, break the cycle so that the galaxy can essentially be free. Hmm. Super cool series. Totally worth, uh, totally worth watching. It's Isaac Asimov at his best. Nice. Mandalorian. What do you need to say? It was so good. <laughs> I'm more concerned with where it's going now in light of the Carl Weathers news. Yeah. Um, the Mandalorian and Grogu just announced. And then shortly after that, oh, and by the way, Mandalorian's going to get a season four and it's not the movie. Mm-hmm. Now there was a time where we didn't know if it was going to be a movie, a TV series or somewhere in between. And now we know it's both. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot more Mandalorian, uh, at least for now, uh, scheduled in the future. And of course, Ahsoka, Ahsoka, awesome. our longest running review series, uh, Ahsoka Fano, as we covered all of the essential uh, Clone Wars uh, or her essential episodes up leading up to the live action series. And then Hank's the essential action. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so there was extra. The live action series came and delivered and uh, it left us with a holy hell at the end. It pretty much. There was like a holy hell moment every episode. Almost. Yeah. Oh my God, Burgles. I was more interested, more talking about the end with the, uh, the three statues yeah. and that just made me go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it for the nominees? So that is our nominee. Right, it's a long list. Show. How many is in there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 12, 12. <gasps> and that brings right. us to our winner. The winner of best television show As in 2023. Ahsoka. Honestly, I'm not surprised, especially knowing, again, like I said, it's kind of a recurrent theme. I mean, we are kind of Star Wars nerds here at the show. Yeah. We do love that stuff. That means that it was more than just us that voted on it. Yeah. And uh, it it was not a uh, close one. No, it wasn't. She had the most votes. Yeah. 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 By like a a, a good number. Yeah. Switching uh, gears, we're going to go over f- over to uh, the bigger screen now mm-hmm, for our final category of the evening. Is this like, it's almost like picture of the year. It is. This would be movie of the year. Movie of the year. So our nominees for movie of the year. The creator. Man. So oh, I, I can't gush enough about that movie. Yeah. Like not only is it like an amazing sci-fi, but there is so much social commentary in there that yeah, you by the end of it, you've changed along <laughs> with the character. You might have an existential crisis after yeah. watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. I love the one line. Uh, when we win this war, you know what's going to happen to the West? Nothing. <laughs> That's right. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, John Wick, Chapter Four. Uh, Donnie Yen, uh, almost ri- well, no, I shouldn't say almost rivaling Keanu Reeves in that movie for uh, uh, you know who's got the 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 best on screen uh, uh, stuff going on. Donnie Yen kicked Keanu Reeves' ass in real life, <laughs> but he knows kung fu. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, next one, guardians of the galaxy volume three. Sad to see it go. Yeah. Sad to see it go, but they say it'll return in another form. What does it say? Star Lord will return. Star Lord. That's what they said. Star Lord will return. I can't see them leaving the rest of them out there forever. Oh, I can. I don't see Dave Batista coming back. He's happy to be done. Hmm. He's been saying that for a while now. Yeah. But everyone loves Groot rocket. 
Yeah. I mean, but you, it's easier to get someone to do a voice, a uh, voiceover than it is to show up. And I mean, I guess they're not using Vin Diesel anymore. So. I could, and that's fine. Apparently, uh, the, the appearances from Groot in the, what if are the new actor. Yeah. Can't tell. Yeah. Can't really tell. Uh, our next nominee here, uh, Spider-Man across the spider verse. It's a good movie. So good. It's a good movie. I actually think I, I liked it maybe a little bit better than the first one. I would agree there. I did not like the cliffhanger ending. They're really setting that up. They it's are. definitely a, a, well, I guess it's not much of a cliffhanger. You kind of, you know where they're going. It's in, right. You're very informed of where it's going, but it's absolutely the middle part of a three-part trilogy. Yes. Um, that is abundantly clear. The only thing negative about this is the fact that that crazy cyborg spider woman got a figure based on all of what? 10 seconds. Yeah. Of yeah. Screen screen time. Time. Yeah. Maybe there was more in an earlier script draft. Maybe. I feel like in the toy world, this stuff, especially licensed toys, we've seen it with Star Wars. That's how you get the uh, the the tall, yeah. uh, the blue the blue Snaggletooth. Yeah. Stuff like that. Pre-production stuff. Yeah. Next nominee, No One Will Save You. That's one of yours, isn't it? It is one of mine. Yeah. I really like this one. I didn't Basically, an alien invasion happens, and because she's already been isolated from the rest of the community, nobody's coming to save her, and she's on her own. Oh, wow. So you haven't seen it go give it a watch was that on tv was it uh no hulu so hulu. It's on oh disney streaming Plus. streaming okay yeah uh next up the flash listen all the flack this movie got and i think you know maybe we are you know maybe slightly fanboys here and and that's okay um it was a good movie I, though. I did like that movie yeah um and i think you know there was a little bit of tongue-in-cheek because they knew at this point like by the time it finally got to theaters, they kind of knew like it it's all over, but the crying. Yeah. And I think that's how we ended up getting the, the Clooney thing yeah. at the end, which I could have lived without. Um, but it's okay. It, at it least having fun with as it. a joke, yeah. it works as a joke. Yeah. Um, a joke that you don't have to you pay it off because it's done. Yeah. <laughs> there is no more. No, nope, not going back. Yeah. 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 Uh, next up we have, uh, cocaine bear i liked cocaine bear it was we talked a lot about cocaine bear is like a bear od and on coke it was fun <laughs> had uh han solo in it yes. Alden yes, it that. Did. yeah I, I liked it it was fun yeah it was a good little b movie type thing yeah in the in the same vein as well not in the same vein but in the same sort of caliber or quality as uh tucker and dale versus evil yes that kind of like aha lower budget yeah but like loads and loads of funnies yeah oh look he just got ripped apart but it's still kind of hilarious right right sean agrees the flash movie was pretty good yeah i liked it even all the bad cgi i was okay with it haven't seen any of these movies yet oh, oh wow man cjc gotta catch up uh blue beetle is streaming now uh here in canada it on is. Uh, crave by the way blue beetle when it came out i watched it the day it dropped or within a day or two and uh have you you've seen it now i have you? not seen it yet you've not it's on the pbr to watch but. i said to me the blue beetle movie felt like a really really like high budget episode of an arrowverse show hmm. and that's not a bad thing but it really works as a watch it at home on your tv and i don't i think it would have heard it in the theater so hmm. i I'm, I'm okay with having missed it theatrically but as a streaming thing it's fantastic and you should watch it because it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And then our last nominee is the Marvels. What can we say about the Marvels that we haven't already said? I, I enjoyed it. I liked it too. Um, despite all of the criticisms, if anything, um, just go and see it for, uh, uh, Iman Vellani. Yeah. Her performance was yeah, excellent. She just kind of makes the whole thing. Yes. She's so enthusiastic. Upbeat. Yeah. 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 And then there's that whole little cut scene at the end. So, oh yeah. No minus one. No, no, no minus one. Not my fault. You should have voted. You should have yeah. put it in there. I don't believe I've seen minus one. <laughs> I haven't either. Actually, no, I know I haven't seen minus one yet. Cause it's yeah. still in theaters, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. I guess trying to break a record right now. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 I didn't get to see it. And it's again, it's, you know, where we live rurally here in Canada, we don't always get all of the, the weird, the weird and wacky. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we do. Yeah. But all right, are you ready to uh, crown a winner? I am ready to crown a winner. Okay. Uh, but even though you don't like it, uh, our winner in this category what? is a three-way tie. God dang it! Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy, Blue Beetle, and the Flash. Wow, all superhero movies. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's almost like uh, the the world knows what we do here. Yeah. Yeah, it says it is masterful. It's a masterful. Nice. Um, I, I'm I definitely want to see it. Um, At some I guess point, I will watch it. I guess internationally there hasn't been a, a, a Godzilla movie as uh, uh, successful as this one. Like this one even got nodded for some Oscars, did it not? That I don't know for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. I know. I know. Again. Um, I, we can only do so much, uh, if we do this next year, which I would like to do this again next year, mm. we absolutely need your votes. So, uh, if we're still a thing in a year from now, and hopefully we are, and you guys are still, still watching, um, then yeah, watch for, uh, our, our second annual our, awards. Uh, call to action next year. Oh yes, it did. Oh, that's interesting to know. Oh, I was not aware of that. High end kaiju. <laughs> more Pedi- refined pedigree kaiju <laughs> i still want a uh um because it's legendary right yes so it's the same wheelhouse as uh, pacific rim yes i still want that crossover wow at some point did they not start building other mecha godzillas uh maybe maybe because i know i have not seen every installment of the original speaking of um Pacific Rim. I read a thing uh, the other day. Charlie Hunnam, uh, star of the first one, yeah. said that he would come back for another one, but um, the condition he has is that Guillermo del Toro must also come back. Uh-huh. Ah, I'm down for that. What, Steve? What are you saying here? The worst movie was Altered State. It was Altered not. State. Steve, you know damn well the worst movie was Open Water. Oh, what is, what is Altered that? States? Is a creepy friggin' movie. Uh, it's basically this dude who wants to delve into human consciousness. Oh. So he puts himself in a, into a sensory deprivation tank and ends up reverting to like a caveman. So of course he gets out and goes on a tear through the city, kills a couple goats at the zoo. Is and- this a remake? Because I'm, I'm getting a hit for a, a film of this of similar description from 1980. Oh, that's the one. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, so what Steve just watched it for the first time in 23. Uh, no, 
actually we watched that a while ago and oh, okay, it's okay. as, uh, that's one they they harp on me for being one of the worst movies i've made them watch that you've made them watch <laughs> yeah here my friends here's a movie that i love please watch this why'd you make me watch this this sucks it's terrible <laughs> but uh, no it is is still better than open water okay that's fair that's fair all right gaz just misses the group have a look oh well then uh let's see let me just have a look here. The, uh, oh, minus one is Toho. It's not part of the legendary universe set. Oh, that's unfortunate. But we could still. But yeah, I with, like the, the, with the agreement, with that agreement that they have to, to borrow the character, if they could massage that or work it in such a way that they could do that crossover, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Steve says true. Open water was pretty bad. <laughs> dee, 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 dee. Uh, I'm just looking for the, for the group. Yeah. Did I miss that? I don't know. I may have. I know nothing. I know nothing. Oh, it sounds like me, but that is a winner of our uh, final category this evening. I'll find it after. Yeah. What? That's the last one. That's our last one. Man. All did, categories covered. Did we, did we cover enough? Did we miss something in 2023 that you wished we'd uh, covered? Well, we covered movies, TV, games, toys. We did. Actors, music, yeah. Actors, actresses. I think we've touched on pretty much all the stuff that we uh, we do like to talk about. Yeah. Wow, that was a very, very different episode of uh, Random Fandom. The not-so-random as it was the uh, first ever annual, can we call it annual? Sure. Well, inaugural. The inaugural. The inaugural Fanny Awards. And of course... If you were uh, visiting with us a couple of weeks ago and uh, you were here for Lexicon, then you were brutally aware that uh, the joke Brannigan. <laughs> now that the fannies are over, you can have your Branny. <laughs> and if you disagree with the choices, you go outside and have another Branny. <laughs> Not when I'm swallowing. <laughs> don't spit on the console. Man. All right. Um, we got, we have another slide, don't we? We do. Because okay. We love talking about stuff. I and, did. Uh, I did want to put, uh, put the bug out there now that we have uh, a release schedule. Date. Yeah. We have a release schedule. Uh, Lucasfilm has published the, uh, the release date uh, for all of the uh, episodes for season three of the bad batch. And that means uh, we will be back with our little review series. Uh, season the three fan of batch. the fan batch. Um, pretty excited. We are getting a triple episode premiere, which means, uh, we are going to be very busy, uh, that week, that first week, as, uh, I think each of us, you, I, and Hank are going to take one episode. Yes. Hank will be back. Um, I have a confirmation on that, that he will be back for that. Should be dug out of the snow by then. Yeah. East coast of Canada. I'm sure, uh, well, Eastern seaboard, probably across the, the upper, uh, upper States probably got it as well. Um, but certainly up here in Canada, the, the maritime provinces just got pummeled, but yes, the bad batch is back, which means we're back new review series. Well, new old review series, new Continuing season, reason. new season of the fan batch. Couldn't be more excited and yet sad at the same time because it is the final season and I don't want to see it go. Yeah. All right. With all that being said. I guess that's uh that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, that's that's another one in the books. Yeah, so uh don't forget uh tune in uh next week uh as random fandom is ongoing whether there's a review series in place or not. Uh we will always be back for random fandom. It might not always be on a Tuesday night, 
because life happens but uh we will be back next week it'll be a regular episode of uh of random fandom uh replete with our uh random fandom trivia mm -hmm. and who knows uh lexicon should be back next week as i think of another stupid word <laughs> <laughs> oh tjc looking forward to it thank you very much sir yes yeah it's an awesome show oh i appreciate that very much guys steve says stay safe. stay safe everyone yeah well we're good here i know here in ontario did you check the forecast for the uh I rest of the week didn't look. by friday rain and seven degrees celsius oh boy yes <laughs> i'm okay with a mild winter all right everybody that's it for me and uh i guess the only thing left to say is uh fan on everybody and uh, until next time for fandom power my name is wes i'm andy and we'll see you on the next one bye for now Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.